0: Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen is sponsored by Gary Stein. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's time now for Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen. Here's your host, Gary Stein.
1: Hey, good Sunday to you, and welcome in to Understanding CBD. Gary Stein is unfortunately not with us in the studio this week, but I, Stephen Wallman,
2: and I, Max Sobel,
1: are here with you as we are each and every Sunday on Talk Radio 680, WCBM bringing you knowledge about CBD. In fact, we are Baltimore's only show That talks in depth about CBD, derived directly from the hemp plant. Isn't that right, Max? It is.
2: And I'm going to do my best Gary impression here. Yep, we're not some 1-800 company randomly located somewhere in the U.S. You have no idea who you're talking to. We are, in fact, not in Gary's voice, a 443 company. We're located right here in Baltimore. We're local. We live here. We're in this community. And what we're trying to do is be a good, reliable source of information and knowledge when it comes to CBD and how it can help you.
1: That is right. That is right. Also, information discussed on this show is for general education purposes only and does not provide professional, medical, or legal advice.
2: All right. Now, we're going to give you, as always, two phone numbers, and they're both very important. Our phone number here at the station, at least for the next hour. Ready? Get your writing sticks ready. 410-922-6680. Call us here on the show. Talk to us. We're happy to answer any questions. Now, our direct line for our company, Max & Stevens, is 443-743-2444. Let me give that to you one more time. 443 443- 743-2444. Now, as you all know, those of you that have been listening to us for 28 weeks, this is the 29th week. 29th. You call us, and as surprising as this may sound, Stephen or I will answer that call personally.
1: Absolutely. That's, that's the best part about Max and Stevens. But enough about us. This show is exciting. And coming up at approximately 223... We invite Kevin Addix from Maryland Hemp Coalition to discuss what's happening in the Maryland Hemp Program um, and why now is a very critical time for everyone to get involved. Um, Even if you don't use CBD today, it's important. It's very important. Yep. At 245, Doc G's in the house talking about CBD and anxiety.
2: Right. And then at 250, 250. Exciting information from our good friend, Dr. Alexander Dix, from Kip Dispensaries. Um, certainly one of our favorite dispensaries and definitely a great partner of ours. And then, more anecdotes from satisfied Max and Stevens customers on our favorite segment, the segment that everyone loves, the segment that we affectionately like to call, ready, one, two, three.
0: MailSack.
1: Mail <laughs> MailSack. Who's Mails, that? Who's
2: voice is that?
3: Hey, guys. How everyone's doing?
2: Wow. How's everyone's doing? How's, How's everyone's, everyone's doing? doing? Right, right. Lunch is it from the first line. I love it. All I right, folks. All it. right, audience.
1: We got a really special guest in the <laughs> right. uh, studio today. I'd like to introduce uh, Zachary Wallman, my son. Very proud. Um, Zach's here for actually three reasons, uh, probably more than that. But um, he spends a lot of time with us. He knows about the business. He's uh, a college student at Towson University at the uh, Electronic Medium Film Program, so he's interested in radio and all that stuff. And uh, he also uh, was at the Farmer's Market with us this past week.
2: Well, so. Right, so, so we're happy, we're excited that Zach is here for a couple of different reasons, because first of all, he's um, uh, Stephen's son, and I'm a big fan of the Wall Men, you know, they're great people, and um, I've known Zach for a long time, so I'm happy that he's here. But also, he can talk to us about... Um, anxiety as it relates to people his age. I mean, because Zach, what we're hearing is from our college customers, especially, is that there's a lot of anxiety, you know, around campus, around if you're even at campus, but generally around the entire experience. Do you want to talk to us about that?
3: Yeah, well, uh, personally for me, I've always had anxiety problems caused by stuff like tests and uh, talking to people. And now, especially with COVID 19, all of its uncertainties, you know, all my anxiety kind of heightened a little bit just of. Not sure what to do.
2: Especially being on the radio, that causes right, a yeah, anxiety, right? Especially, oh of course. My hands are sweating over here. When Dad and Uncle Max makes you come into the studio and puts you on the spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. But the truth is you wanted to be here because you wanted to share your yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. So so talk about what it's like these days. I mean, the way I understand it is everybody's sitting in front of the computer trying to take classes that way. I mean, when I was in college, I remember the things that I was looking to do is trying to get out of there as fast as possible. I mean, I wanted to chase the girls around and I wanted to have fun, unfortunately. Had I paid attention a little bit more, maybe I would have turned out a little different. (laughs) But in your case, what's going on?
3: Yeah. So, um, you know, I wanted to chase the girls too, you know, but, um, now I'm just sitting at home on on my mom's couch, you know, just doing my online classes and everything. And, um... You know, still trying to look good for my uh, my online class to keep my camera on and stuff like that. That's
2: good. You're a natural. Look at the way he, uh, look, uh, look look the way he sits in front of the microphone. You see how he's maneuvering. He is. He's like a natural here. You know? I see this in your future. Maybe you should look into this. Yeah, miniature. like
1: what about um, media and film is interesting? Would you like like behind the scenes or you know?
3: Well, personally, for all of it, for me, is kind of interesting. Even being here in this studio today is just seeing all the parts, and 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 even behind the scenes is all new stuff for me, and I and I think it's kind of interesting how. All the moving parts when they come together to form a nice show like you guys have. And and when we knew that
2: Gary wasn't going to be with us today, we said, who's going to be able to fill his shoes as the best possible host that we could have as a replacement? And the first person you and I thought of was... Stephen (laughs) Wallman. I mean, you know, obviously. (laughs) Right, right. So we gave Zach the opportunity to actually want to host the show, you know. But Zach said that he would just sit back and kind of go with the flow. And we like it. It's a little bit more natural that way. And at least you can tell us about the whole anxious nature. Now, what about your friends? Right. So obviously you're still in touch with your friends. You're still talking to them. How are they dealing with these latest stresses?
3: Well, most of my friends, you know, how how teenage kids are. They don't really they don't think it's real. Even they don't they don't want to deal with the Hmm. actual fact that it's a thing and they need to take precautions. But, you know, me personally, I understand, obviously,
2: because I'm home now and um and you're a good kid, because I've known you for years, and I know you don't have any vices, uh, at least not Yeah, that. and
1: that's what Uncle Max is getting to.
2: Yeah. Um, what, yeah. what
1: are people doing to deal with the stress? Because, you know, typical things, I mean, drugs is a big problem on campus, Right. Um, you know, obviously, alcohol, it's much more socially acceptable than cannabis and marijuana.
2: 100%. Um,
1: but there's a lot of ways that people deal with it, and I'm sure you've seen all of it. Um, are people using CBD on campus, or I guess they're, you know, in your in your friend base or people you know?
3: Um, actually, one of my friends actually is using your cbd actually but that's the only one other than um people on campus that what's he don't, use
1: it
2: for
3: he uses it for anxiety himself also
2: oh so to take the edge off right okay yeah go ahead i'm sorry you were going to say something
3: um yeah so i was saying how um how mostly right now uh, where all my friends are all split up split up around this country just uh-huh. going to all college and everything um this is personally, like, my anxiety is at a high, just trying to find new friends and connect with people, and if it's hard on Zoom and everything. Sure.
2: Yeah, social interaction is just so critical, and it's so difficult right now. People need to take the edge off, because they don't have the ability to socially interact, and they don't have the means to be able to be as close as they were before. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. That can definitely be challenging.
1: Yeah, you have to be creative, I guess. you got to find places where people are outside, and, you know, I think the strangest thing, especially, Max, since we've been at the farmer's market every week, um and Zach you visit us you've been there with us too. When people are wearing masks it's even hard to recognize people again and then with their mask without their mask. Well,
2: it's, yeah. it's not even about being able to recognize them. What about being able to hear them? Because understand, we have to stand a comfortable six feet apart and, you know, we had a woman, she was a lovely woman, came up and, you know, who out there in radio, <laughs> land, he knows what I was going to say, who out there in radio land remembers uh, Charlie Brown and the Peanuts gang, right? So does anybody remember Charlie Brown's teacher? Wah, 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 wah. You know, most of the <laughs> conversations sound like that. She until, came to
1: the booth. Uh, yeah,
2: she came to the booth and, and, you know, God bless her, she wanted to ask a lot of great questions but we just couldn't hear anything past the masks and you know again to the point of anxiety which is obviously the key word for this show and obviously what we're targeting um everybody's feeling it especially especially those of us that have to interact at the farmer's market and you were there with us so you got a chance to see it right zach
3: yeah yeah um like i was saying my anxiety is pretty high and and going to these shows seeing how people have some of the same problems or issues that i have and and how you guys you both have your own ways talking to people and helping them out and I thought that, and seeing that from behind the scenes really helped me, and uh, taught me how how I can use CBD to use it for my
2: anxiety. Yeah, because you would have thought your dad would have talked to you about it, considering <laughs> we have a company. I'm father. He doesn't listen. Who listens to their father? Yeah. And how old are kids typically? Yeah. I'm not really sure. That's my wife.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we actually we have some clips from this Sunday uh, or Tuesday. You guys want to hear some of these? Yeah,
2: I think. No, do we do have, uh, have
1: very special uh, guests we want to play. Um,
2: James and Mike, I think, is the first cart to know. A cart. I learned a new term in the radio <laughs> business. It's called a cart. I bet nobody knew that unless they were in radio. But yeah, I learned so that. these
1: guys came up. they were great they were really nervous to actually win the recording but before i recorded i asked him to say this but um he had his dear friend there and he was trying to explain the difference between thc and cbd and how thc doesn't get you high um and cbd just helps chill you out but here's what would uh the third take i think go ahead so we got James and Mike stopped by and James um, had some advice on what's it going to feel like, what's it going to do for him. And, and James
4: got some good advice so he wants to tell everybody. Well, my advice is, because I like I like marijuana, but my girlfriend, she doesn't like it like that. So my advice is, if you don't like marijuana because of the THC and everything in it,
3: the CBD is perfect for you because it basically do the same thing but in a legal way and a
4: lousy and drowsy feeling. It gives you energy, actually, and it just relaxes your body.
5: Maybe. Who would it be good for? Someone, what I'm kind of problems good. would they be dealing with that they would say, hey, maybe I'll try it? Like, what age? Yeah. I think it's good for anybody. Really? And, yeah. like, what kind of problems would you say, suggest someone try it? Like, if someone said, I have an achy shoulder or mm-hmm. problem sleeping, what would you say would be
0: good reason to way? try it? Yeah. Achy shoulders, uh, any of that,
4: CBD, CBD
2: would be good for that.
1: Yeah, that guy's yeah. an advantage. He knows the, the, the I mean, that says truth it all. of the product.
2: That says it all, wouldn't you think? I think so. I mean, so the truth is there's a lot of customers that come up, and they come up with friends, and it's always very, very refreshing for Stephen and I when we actually see one friend educating the other friend about CBD, and then what we're able to do is basically fill in the blanks.
1: Yeah, right? and even when there's um, different languages involved where we'll, you know, someone will act as a translator for a loved one, typically it's their older relative, and they're um, and you know, they helping to them understand. Them. So we have um, a, just about time for one more. Max, you want to introduce this one? This yeah. is a, special, uh, so a this, special customer. This is
2: a family member of mine that came up. Uh, no, if you've got that queued up, I'd love to hear that. Okay. So you've been using the, the product us for a while food. already. Yeah. How do
1: you feel? I so feel excellent. I have to take every night because it helps me to fall asleep. I also have a nice experience. I actually apply on my finger because my finger has sometimes uh, pain, like mm-hmm. uh, arthritis, mm-hmm. and it's very helpful. Well, thank you very so much. I'm really happy. Yes. Mainly for my uh, relaxing and sleeping.
2: But I also tried that for too, and it worked. So I love it. And we love it, especially because these are family members, and they it absolutely it thank is. You. <laughs> So very special to me because obviously these are family members that are using our product and trust us and want to have the best possible product. But the interesting thing about this 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 lady is. Um, I always knew that she was using it for sleep, and I always appreciated that. But this is the first that I was hearing that she was using it topically for arthritis. So nice, uh, nice. That's, that's, that's big, and I appreciate that. Awesome.
1: That, well, we're going to take a break here in a minute. Max, you want to give our phone numbers out again?
2: Yeah, thank you for getting me back on cue. And so our numbers, and which numbers am I going to give us? Let's give, let's give you the studio number first. Sorry, I've got to find a piece of paper with it. All right, the studio number is 410-922-6680. That's 410-922-6680. Now, our line to the Max and Stevens is 443-743-2444. That's Thank right. Great
1: conversations. When we come back, you're not going to miss the interview we have with Kevin Addix from Maryland Hemp Coalition. And Zaki. And Zaki.
0: and now more of understanding cbd with max and stephen on talk radio 680 wcbm once again, Gary Stein.
2: Unfortunately, no Gary Stein today, but welcome back, Understanding CBD listeners. I'm Max Sobel. We're here with Stephen Wallman. We're here with his son, Zachary Wallman, joining us today. Um, now, next on the line, we have somebody that we're honored to introduce. His name is Kevin Addix. He's local. Um, he's currently appointed to a spot at the Maryland Board of Tourism But um, I think equally as important, if not more important, he's involved in state legislation that affects hemp growers in the state of Maryland. So, Kevin, we're honored to have you join us. Are you on the line?
6: I am on the line. Thanks for the invite.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Again, we're very happy to talk to you. We're very happy to have you join our show. Yes,
1: yes. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it, Kevin. And it's a topic that Max and I are very passionate about, um, and that's a lot of the uh, state and local government stuff most people get caught up in a lot of the federal issues and uh, the bigger picture when don't spend nearly enough time um, educating and communicating locally with their state representatives. Uh, And here in Maryland, that's in Annapolis. Um, So, Kevin, uh, introduce uh, yourself to the group and um, tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it.
6: Sure. Well, so you mentioned the tourism side of it. Um, That's kind of where we we got started, but we're we're very much involved, me and my team, at Grow & Fortify, in promoting and developing and protecting what we call value-added agriculture. So that's anytime someone is growing something and making something much more valuable out of it. So, you know, we got our start in farm breweries, farm distilleries, farm wineries, creameries, that kind of thing. And then we started to have our members say, "All right, well, we're we're looking to diversify, and we'd like to get into hemp." And um, I started doing a whole bunch of research on it and found that hemp was was brand new being allowed uh as a crop in Maryland and that there were some onerous restrictions still and uh, potentially more on their way so we actually worked with some local growers to found and create the Maryland Hemp Coalition so it's a it's a basically a, a trade organization to promote and protect hemp growing in the state because you can't have Maryland grown CBD if you don't have Maryland grown hemp
2: right
1: Right. So are your members um, mostly growers, all growers? Um, uh, how involved do you get with the whole ecosystem? And, and you know, I know, like, uh, typically these organizations start with a few people that are willing right. to give up the time because it's, it's it's a non-paid position typically.
6: Yeah, well, it, it, it's for, for better or worse, a lot of these are non-paid at least to start. So we started with growers, and, and I'd say about 80% of our membership uh, are are actual growers of the hemp crop but we also have uh folks who process hemp folks who are labs um sellers and resellers of of hemp and and uh uh individuals and companies who create and sell CBD products um and also we've got an equipment equipment supplier or two uh as members but it's it's all folks who see the value in the growing of hemp which is our kind of our primary uh, effort right now is promoting and protecting the growing of hemp. And, you know, we got a lot of folks who, who process hemp who are not using Maryland-grown hemp. But would like to, yeah. So that's a big part of what
2: we do. That's actually a great point because even our co- our company, we get our hemp manufactured, processed, and everything happens in North Carolina. We I, we're obviously a Maryland company, and um, in an ideal world, we'd love to be able to source from Maryland. But our experience has been that Maryland's just not there yet, and I guess that's a lot of the justification for the work that you're doing. Yeah, right, and,
1: and and to just on what Max said is, you know, when we did our research, we're talking about um, in 26. 25, 26 27, um, before Maryland really had a hemp program. 25,
2: 26, well, 27, what I'm, do you mean? I you mean, here's 15. 15, 16,
6: okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and and I think, you know, for, for uh, a group like, you know, a company like yours that needs a reliable crop with probably the same strains um, in the maybe, you know, 50 to 100 to 200 acres, uh, we just don't have that yet. Right. So we're, we're more in the infancy stage in Maryland where we've got a bunch of different growers trying a bunch of different things to see what works here um, and what's out here.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing, Kevin. I really want to get out, get this out because it's important um, for our listeners to understand um, And because obviously growers can benefit from, I mean, you know, farmers that are growing hemp, they'll benefit, and obviously um, some processors that are going to process hemp. But um, I, I'd like to you know, get your perspective on, on how everyone else that may seem, hey, this isn't my issue, um, hemp isn't important to me, what do you say to some of those people? Like, how can we connect them to this um, if they're not a farmer and a processor? Right. How do
2: we get them motivated? That's a great, great question.
6: Well, you know, if you look at Maryland just individually, I think hemp's an important crop. You know, hard stop. And I and I think that every state, every citizen, everywhere should be encouraging hemp to be grown, just as it as it used to be. Amen. Um, but in but in Maryland, particularly, we've got such an incredible. Mix that you don't find in other uh, jurisdictions, other states, other regions, and that is we've got a huge population center. You know, two or three within an hour, and maybe even less. So you've got Baltimore, you've got D.C., you've got Philly, you've got Wilmington. Um, you know, when you're in Southern Maryland, when you're you're within reach of Richmond. So I mean, we're we're real close, Western Maryland and Pittsburgh, right? I mean, you're you're very close to all these different population centers where people will buy interesting local things. So that's number one. Secondly, because we've got all of these population centers, we've got incredible development pressure. And so, you know, you look at a crop like hemp, different from corn, if you grow an acre of corn or you live near an acre of corn, and this goes kind of back to, you know, why would someone be interested even if they're not a hemp or a CBD user... Um, y- you want to have open space. You want farms. You want to keep development uh, under control. And so you need to be able to give the farmer and encourage the farmer to make use of more valuable opportunities. And, you know, that goes back to maybe growing wine grapes, for example, where instead of, you know, a couple hundred dollars per acre, if you turn those grapes into wine, you could make many, 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 many thousands of dollars per acre. And the same thing goes with hemp into CBD or hemp into fiber.
2: You know, speaking of speaking of farmers, so I don't have a lot of experience farming. I don't know that Stephen does either. But but you, when you said the farmers and really just having a respect for the work that they did, when we were doing our research for this company, our favorite moments and it's actually some of the most iconic artwork that we have related to our brand is us actually at the farm in the field. We learned so much from the people that actually walked us through the different fields and explained the soil, explained everything that goes into it. I mean, obviously, logically, you can think about it and you understand that there's a lot of moving parts. But when you're actually exposed to it and people explain it to you, it really, really, really gives you a good sense and understanding of why people take the extra steps to care for their plants as much as they do.
6: Well, and, and all of that is so true, and, and you see this whenever we get someone to visit a farm, right? So so even if it's a u-pick or a pumpkin patch or a corn maze, right, anything like that is... It, it, it's just it's a it's a wild interaction between a public who has largely lost their connection with farms yes. and the and the farmers themselves. I mean it's it's pretty amazing to see the reaction of that. So you know we're we're actually this week bringing some legislators and county council people, you know elected folks who are representing areas and growers of hemp out to these hemp farms for the first time. They you know they're deciding on the future of whether or not we're going to be allowed to do these things and you know they just they they know very little about it and so it's so important every time you give them that opportunity
1: yeah so, so important props to you and good for that good for you for doing that because until you get out there and actually smell yeah the smells of the farm and see the people working and understand what goes behind it um you know it's hard to really get involved so what what are some of the uh, challenges or oppositions you're having here in maryland that um, our listeners can can help with
6: well, it's a good question, and, and I'll say something came up last legislative session in Maryland, and it's actually coming up in many states' legislatures and county councils as well. And that was a concern by some neighbors about the smell of hemp. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, as you and your listeners probably know, you've been in the hemp fields when it when you come toward harvest.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
6: Hemp does smell that the terpenes are alive, and
2: we like that smell. <laughs> we
6: love that. I mean, I love that smell. Some people love it, and and. You know, other people, it uh, just is not a great thing to them. Mm-hmm. So um, there was, there was a, an effort by a group of individuals to say, not only does it smell, but it's harmful. And it's harmful to me and my children and my pets. And, you know, they made all, all kinds of claims that, you know, are, are unsubstantiated, but when when said to a legislative committee, end up being, con- being concerning.
1: Well, and they're and, property owners. Well,
6: of course, and and they are property owners and they're voters, and -hmm. and, um, you know, I mean, the smell is a legitimate concern. Sure, uh, but the the effort went a little farther than that, and so a bill was put in, essentially to prohibit hemp farming within two miles of a residence. And when you go back to how I describe Maryland being so close to population centers, and and, uh, you know, the farms being under development pressure, there aren't too many farms in Maryland. That you could plant something and be two miles from a residence, and so that would have essentially put all but maybe one farm in the state, hemp farm in the state, out of business. Mm -hmm. So we fought that pretty vehemently for for a couple of reasons. The biggest is hemp is a crop, right? It's it's not uh, it's an it's generally an outdoor crop. There there are a couple of greenhouses as well, but generally it's an outdoor crop it grows like any other crop, you harvest it like any other crop, you process it like any other crop, and so there are right-to-farm legislation and other things, which was concerning to the broader farming community, who all opposed this bill, because, you know, in their mind, well, you're going to start banning things that grow, you could start banning all kinds of things that grow, and right. so there was big concern about that, because there could go, you know, any number of, of industries in Maryland, and so... The bill ultimately was defeated, but now there's at least one county-level bill to do the same kind of thing. Um, so you know we're we're always keeping watch, and I will say that the the farmer in question, who you know happened to happens to have his farm right in the middle of the neighborhood, he's tried all manner of mitigation techniques, and uh, to to the point where there have been a number of his neighbors who didn't know he was growing this year.
2: Okay, so. good.
1: Started. Well, actually, we, um, we, we were in uh, a lot of events this past uh, year uh-huh. with a lot of community members in Maryland, and whether it's a festival, food festival, or a home improvement show, and we would always hear uh, people come up to our booth and say, "Hey, are you the ones that are growing over blah blah blah?" That's true.
2: <laughs> That's right. You remember
4: right? <laughs> and you we're just like, "No, no we're not."
1: So you know, we did uh we did hear from some of the disgruntled uh, people and had a chance to, um ha- you know, hear what their problems were. Um, But uh, anyway, um, and, you know, moving forward with this, so how can um, our listeners and people, not even, you know, in Maryland specifically, but what do you suggest for listeners that people that um, want to help this movement, if you will, um, this this farm, now that that hemp is now federally legal, um, it's off the Controlled Substance Act, at least the um, hemp-derived cannabinoids, um, how can people get behind this and help the movement? Because we do have a lot of momentum, but we do obviously need um, every everyone to help push this over the goal line.
6: Right. Well, it's, it's a great question and and it's an easy answer. Thank you,
1: that. Kevin. You going I ask really good questions. Yeah. So <laughs> well, you know, I've heard that. But it's
2: nice to hear it. In he's sitting. He's sitting in Gary's seat. So yeah, he's I'm in, in the good. Little. I'm
1: in the good question <laughs> seat. <laughs>
7: Well, now
2: I know. He's, Gary's he's got Gary's, Gary's earphones on, and Gary's Gary's uh, channeling the questions <laughs> to you. That's what's going on. Does, yes, does, right. does
6: Gary know this? Yes, Gary may know okay. this. <laughs> this is by permission. So so the easiest thing is just to follow what's happening. So if you can follow the Maryland Hemp Coalition on uh, Facebook or any of the other social media or sign up for the newsletter list, there, there are, we, we do send out pretty regular updates. But even beyond that, when when we're in a bind, we send out an action alert just asking you to contact your – legislators, and, and that's a very easy way to have a huge impact because... Yeah, walk through that.
1: What exactly is, so when you say an alert, so what? what, what so would they sign up for your message, you send them an email, yep. is it typically like, uh, hey, can you call your representative? Now, a lot of people don't know who, who their uh, representative is, as right. you'd imagine.
6: Right, right, and and knowing that we always start, you know, we always always a three-step process. First of all, figure out who your legislators are, and there's an easy link in Maryland, just like there are in most states. Where you punch in your address and it serves up their information, and then the, the next step is is uh, composing an email or placing a call. Um, you know, we're looking this year coming up as is probably having a legislature that's going to operate virtually, and so um, you know the email is probably going to be the easiest way to reach them uh, and and just express you know and we'll give some basic content and, and some bullet points. Um, and if you certainly agree, if you don't agree, you know, ignore, press you know, hit delete and forget about it. But if you agree and think that hemp's important, just reach out to your legislators and it can be an e- as easy as we think hemp is an you know, important viable crop in Maryland and, um, you know, oppose or support whichever bill number we put out in the alert. And then the third point step is really just a um, to follow up to, you know, if you don't hear back right again, usually you will hear back. And feel free to engage in a conversation. Um, you know, we, we've had we've had issues uh, for our company where we've dealt with horse industry and, and beer industry and other issues. And when when it's just the industry talking, um, the, it's not as effective as having citizens talking.
1: That's you know? right. That's right, man. And, and, Kevin, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a great conversation. Hopefully you had fun and we can have you back.
2: Yeah.
6: Would love to and, and keep doing great work.
2: Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate you joining us. When and we come back, go ahead. You want to take it?
1: Zach, when we come back?
2: Who's on, Zach? Do you know who? Melsa. No, no. We have our own no, top no. gun. Dr. Dr. Ben, ben Dr. Oh, that's, man. that's when we, man. we come right. back.
1: He fell asleep a little bit. It's okay. No problem. Kids don't like politics. They don't know what's going on. Thanks right. again,
2: Kevin. Appreciate you joining us. Hey, cheers.
0: Understanding CBD with Max and Steven on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Once again, Gary Stein.
2: Once again, not Gary Stein. Max Oval, Stephen Wallman. We've got a special guest, Zach Wallman, with us today. Now, normally what you'd be hearing at this third segment is fantastic Doc G intro music, but Noah just informed us that for whatever reason, um, the floppy disks were lost. We don't know if it's Ira's fault or whose fault, but he doesn't have the music for us today. We're a little bit disappointed. So, Doc, I think (laughs) we're just going to have Steve sing it for you. No problem, Noah. Noah's apologizing. I yeah, can't hear you, Noah. But, Doc G, if you're on the line, we're thrilled to have you join us here today. And apologies for not having the music. We'll make sure we fire somebody.
5: <laughs> Floppy dip. Wow. I like that. <laughs> you, you know, it's can't.
2: always just such a nice buildup to bring you in. So, you know, <laughs> Noah feels well, bad.
5: Thank you guys for having me. I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. As you guys know, I'm big on definitions, right, and clarifying misconceptions in medicine, and the idea of anxiety, especially in children and young adults, is one of those subjects that needs a little clarification. Anxiety is actually a very normal response to a difficult situation. Anxiety is your body's way of telling you there is danger. These dangers can be physical, and they can also be things like conflicts with family, financial worries, or deadlines at work or school. Who's not felt the anxiety of a major school exam, right? Or, or anxiety of being on live radio, <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, This type of anxiety can be helpful in motivating you getting things done, accomplishing a task, moving forward with goals. Anxiety becomes a problem when it feels like it's coming out of nowhere, when it overwhelms you mentally and paralyzes you from moving forward in life or accomplishing specific goals. So much anxiety can be harmful. The National Institutes of Health noted that in the last two decades, anxiety and anxiety disorders have increased in teenagers and young adults by over 20%. Twenty percent, And in fact, over the last year, visits to ERs, doctors, offices, and counselors all have exponentially risen. Um, not having the normal personal contact due to social distancing, the artificial and unrealistic life of social media, and being cooped up at home without the normal school interactions all have contributed to this increase in anxiety in our youth, and everyone for that matter. And to be clear, There's a difference between stress and anxiety. The cause of stress is usually easy to figure out, a specific event, issue, situation, whereas anxiety is an overwhelming feeling about a potential or future event or stressor, something less specific. And where anxiety becomes a problem is when it comes out of nowhere without a specific reason or when it overwhelms you and stops you from moving forward in life. An extreme form of this is a panic attack either triggered by something specific or spontaneous or out of nowhere. We're seeing this more and more in our youth. And here's where CBD can be a powerful tool. CBD has multiple properties that include its anti-inflammatory effects, ability to reconnect the balance in your brain and central nervous system, and the ability to change the blood flow in the brain to shift away from the anxiety centers towards the calming centers of the brain. All of these properties help shift away from debilitating anxiety to a more healthy and balanced stress that leads you to a more productive state. And better yet, it can help those individuals who are susceptible to daily anxiety and panic attacks and help them avoid those situations. The Child Mind Institute, an independent nonprofit organization dedicated to children and families affected with anxiety disorders, talks about the safety and effectiveness of CBD use in children and young adults. And to be very clear, if you or someone you know has anxiety that's getting in the way of a normal life, you must seek professional help from a doctor or certified counselor. Speak to a physician who understands the use of CBD oil and anxiety disorders. And, of course, for more information about the medical use of CBD, you can message me directly on Instagram at BenGonzalez, underscore, M-D. That's B-E-N-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z, underscore, M-D., Or you can call the clinic to set up a telephone consultation with me at 301-622-2722. CBD can be a powerful tool for anxiety for anyone at any age. And I hope that helps you guys.
2: Absolutely. And, 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 you know, even though we didn't have you, oh, there's the music. They found hey. it. So you are, <laughs> as always, you are our top gun. This is Dr. Ben Gonzalez, medical director at Atlantis Medical Wellness Center in Silver Springs. Sorry, Doc G, I should have said that before you talked. <laughs> Not a problem. You but We appreciate you being day. with us. Thank you for joining us. You're always, your sage advice is always welcome.
1: That's right. And uh, when we come back, everyone's favorite segment. Zach? Mail
3: sack.
2: Mail sack. There you go. Zach. You
3: Perfect. got it. I helped him. Let's out.
1: go. <laughs> and Doctor Dix. That's right. We'll be right back.
0: more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Once again, Gary Stein. And this is not Gary
1: Stein. This is Stephen Wallman. I'm in the studio with Max Sobel and Zachary Wallman here. Gary's got the weekend off, or at least a weekend off from us. What a great show it's been so far. Man, I'm having a lot
2: of fun here today. I love having Zach here with us, too. I
3: know. It's pretty cool to see Uncle Max and my, and my dad. My dad acting like the big man on campus and everything.
2: Oh, the big man <laughs> on campus. I love it. Oh, yeah. Is that your dig on me? Yeah, that was the dig. That was acting the dig. Like now, what's this segment about, Zach? What's this segment about? What's the segment? Do you know what the segment is right now? Mail sack. It's mail, mail sack. It's the segment that's taking home
4: more
1: mail. by etc etc., etc., etc.,
4: etc.
1: Well, actually, on this mail segment, sack segment, we have one of our good friends, Doctor Alexander Dix from Kip. He's got some really exciting news to tell us, uh, and that's Kip Dispensary in Cockeysville. Uh, Doctor Dix, you on the line?
7: Yes, sir, I am.
1: All right. How are you this weekend?
7: I'm doing great. Yourself?
2: That's awesome. So what is this news that you got? I know. We can't wait, Dr. Dix. Let us have it.
7: Oh, so we're very excited. Um, we have already, and we're about to have a grand opening for our new drive through at our dispensary.
1: drive through Wow. Wow.
7: Yes, one of the few dispensaries in the whole state to be able to offer this to our patients.
2: Right. Let me ask you a question: When you walk up to the speaker, does it sound like a
4: <laughs>
7: like a McDonald's drive or Is it
2: crystal clear? I hope.
7: Uh, it is pretty clear. In fact, uh, you might even hear us in the background. I love that up to it.
2: So, how does this
1: work? Do you order in advance? Can you drive through like the McDonald's? And is there a microphone type of thing, or how does the logistics work there?
7: Yeah, actually, you could do both. So, there's uh, two ways to do it. You could place the pre-order online either through our website kipcan.com. Which is linked to Leafly, or you can go directly to leafly.com, that's L E A F L Y.com, find our dispensary and place your pre order. Then, when you arrive, you can pull around to our drive through, and we have two lanes the outside lane with the tube system. Mm. Uh, tube system? For the pre orders. Wow. So you I like, the like, the like the bank. To,
2: the, the most the efficient drive through I've like ever seen board. has been Chick fil A. Are you as efficient as Chick fil A drive through? <laughs>
7: um. We are almost as efficient we're yeah. working out the kink. product We've is, but, I mean, but look yeah. opening for about a week and a half now so when we do the grand opening uh, this upcoming week uh, we'll be right on point with chick-fil-A
2: We, we know that if there's any team that's going to be able to pull this off it's certainly you guys over there yourself and Kevin and the rest of the gang over there we, we, we're big fans of your dispensary and, and here's and here's the question I have is Max and Stevens you know those guys is their product available via this drive-through?
7: Absolutely. We are happy to sell it through the drive through um, If you are not a cannabis patient, we ask that when you do arrive, you just let us know that you're not a patient and you're here to pick up some Max and Stevens. We'd be happy to help you if you pull into the inside lane. Where we have the bank drawer just like it used
2: to be. Nice and important to note is you do not need to be a patient to enjoy Max and Stevens products. So that's see how a, I self-promote. Yeah, right? and that's and
7: well,
1: you know? that's great news for Max and Stevens customers because now they can actually drive through. They don't have to get out of their car yeah. anywhere, even at the farmers market, which people like is open air. This they don't even have to get out of their car.
2: I mean, we always talk about convenience and how easy we try to make it for our customers. Uh, Doctor Dix, I think you just took that to the next level. Yes. Over there um, let's give Kip.
1: out your address. How do people get there? Um, so we are located in Cottiesville,
7: Maryland. The address is 9 Cranbrook. Um, for the people who are familiar with the area, we are right next to the Popeyes that's at York and Cranbrook.
2: Very good. Very good. And we will be at your dispensary doing a uh, drop-in at some point. I believe it's later this week, isn't it, Dr. Dix? Yes.
7: yes. I'd actually like to just uh, put a plug-in to that. We're going to be doing our grand opening for the drive-thru this upcoming Thursday and Friday, 17th and 18th. Uh, we're going to have several of our vendors there, District Cannabis, Beast Magazine, MPX, Grassroots, Select, and, of course, Max and Stevens.
2: Thank you, sir.
1: Absolutely. Now, um, you know, our topic today was anxiety, and I have my son here, Zachary, uh, talking about a lot of the college uh, anxiety things that come in. And as as a pharmacist, you're familiar with a lot of different ways people deal with anxiety. Any Any words of advice for the young generation out there? Uh, dealing with the stresses that are coming with uh, college campuses and COVID?
7: Yes. Well, you know, when I was going through uh, college myself, one thing I always did, you know, to keep my anxiety low was find a hobby or activity that I could focus on to keep myself busy. Mm.
4: Um,
7: I certainly recommend, you know, people of all ages find something to keep themselves busy and to really sharpen your mind. And if you happen to have some CBD handy, that always helps to bring my anxiety down as well.
2: We keep busy doing a radio show every week. (laughs) We come here, and it's probably one of my most favorite hours of the week. Steven and I talk about yeah it all absolutely the time. Zach.
1: What do you think? You're going to come back again and uh, join us on the show? What do you think? You come back and sit in the studio with Noah so he doesn't mess up the music the music again? Or what, <laughs> what role would you come back as?
3: You know, hopefully next next week I hope to fill the big shoes of, of Gary Stein and um, maybe host. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I
2: love that aspiration. All right, good. We're going to have you start using some CBD, some more you know more use. I know you were using it as an athlete, um you know for some sore muscles, but we're going to have you start trying it to use it for some of your anxiety as well. Yeah, and we'll get a report back.
1: Right? Absolutely. We'll get a report back and hopefully have Zach uh, back in the studio. Um, Max, we want to give our information out? We actually
2: have to do that, right? Yeah, we do. And we're not nearly as good about that. Thank you, Dr. Dix, for joining us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you this week. Um, so our number, Max and Stevens' number, our number to get in touch with us all day, every day, 24-7 is 443-743-2444. Let me give that to you again,
0: et cetera, et cetera,
2: 2444 Important to know about that number. When you call, we will answer. If we can't physically answer, it'll go to a voicemail. And we'll call you back. You can also text to that number. If you text further, you can visit our website www.maxandstevens.com And we have a new website That we talk about all the time www.understandingcbd.com All of our radio show podcasts Are on that website As well as our blog As well as a real plethora Of information educate you properly about this and here we
1: go um last 30 seconds i say we give it to zachary what do you got to say zach let's take us out of here
2: take us out i want to say thank
3: you guys for having me and and being part of this cool experience that you guys hear in this and this interesting show
2: so thank you uncle max is proud of you dad is proud of you you were a rock star and you have a career in this industry
1: great job zach thank you appreciate it good job thank you
2: everybody